the greatest epic of Hindu mythology is the Mahabharata, a royal family feud which led to the Great War of Kurukshetra. Most of you must be knowing that the author of Mahabharata is Vyasa, and Mahabharata is still the greatest story I've ever read, and that's the reason why I adopted Vyasa as my stage name too. Bhagavad Gita is again a part of Mahabharata where Krishna imparts life lessons to Arjuna in the middle of a blazing battlefield. My grandmom used to say that if I ever face a problem in life that seems impossible to resolve, I should just pick up Bhagavad Gita and open a random page and it will be God's way of presenting a solution to me. I still do it, uh, but I'm not sure if I use Krishna's advice, but it definitely made me calm enough to resolve whatever it is that was troubling me. I am not getting into the argument of whether Mahabharata was whether a fantastically framed fable or a genuine history. Whether they were just words on paper or men of steel fighting for their kings, I don't know. But it's a must read. Order online or go to a bookstore and grab a copy. Trust me, you will thank me later. So as I said, uh, the blue-skinned Krishna is popular in India. But how many of you know Vidura? the silent spectator of Mahabharata. He was a white dot on a sheet of black paper. He sharpened his mind over a sword. He secretly saved the lives of Pandavas even before the war. The real man who tried to save Draupadi's honour when the royal court with men clad in armour and swords stood silent. The third brother who somehow got lost in the pages of history among the valiant. The face of truth and justice in a story that was wrought with vengeance, revenge, and ego, and so much blood. I'm going to paraphrase an excerpt from a Tamil book, Vidura Nidhiil Nirvagam, written by textile entrepreneur and philanthropist Nalli Kupusani Chetiar. The conversation between Dhridrashtra and Vidura much before the arrows were drawn. Many historians claim that without Dhridrashtra, there's no Mahabharata. Why would a mastermind like that seek the wisdom of a man of Ahimsa? Centuries ago, there was a sage called Mandavir. When he was meditating in his ashram, a group of thieves who were on run hid their stolen jewellery in the ashram. The king's guards who were on the chase found the hidden jewellery. They realised that a sage could not have done something like this and narrated the story to the king. The king though went frenzy and ordered the sage to be killed with a trident. However, the sage was in a deep meditative state called Samadhi, which is when the person almost loses his consciousness and uh, almost experiences the state of death. Hence, the trident could not kill him. The king who witnessed that this sage was indeed a great man, bowed his head and apologized to him. The kind sage forgave the king but showed his anger elsewhere. We have to assume that this happened in a state of meditative trance. So, he asked an angel of justice why he was put through such trauma when he was innocent. We have to understand one thing. All their lives, sages and holy men tried to break free from the cycle of birth and death to attain moksha. So, the greatest bane in the eyes of a sage is to be born again and again as a human being. And that's why he cursed the god of justice to be born as a human being and live for 100 years before what he did to him. It is believed that this curse led to the birth of Vyasa's son Vidura, an incarnation of the daunting Yamaraj himself. Sage Mandavya was so pure that he could challenge the god of justice with a curse. Imagine that. 
The author, Mr. Nali, says that Vidura Niyadi is so simple that it's applicable to a king, a businessman, a student, a child, a homemaker, literally anyone. Historians believe that it is due to this simplicity that somehow it lost its importance next to the much complicated Bhagavad Gita. So I'm going to open random pages from this book and talk about the life lessons imparted by Vidura. How many times do we indulge in things that are not good for us? Name it anything, junk food, gossip or even a toxic relationship. But Vidura says that if our heart dominates the senses, we will only say good things, hear only good things and speak only good things about people. Because any human being who is run by his senses will eventually walk towards his own doom. Okay, this is a little vague and poetic, but it is true. There is this immortal battle that goes on, right, between the heart and mind. Maybe Vidura is talking about this because the heart is always considered pure. Even a murderer might not kill a baby, but you can totally cheat on your girlfriend or boyfriend if your senses are not in your control. The next sloka enunciates Vidura's innate nature. He says, discipline stands in the tallest pedestal and fame and money are nowhere close to it. There is this beautiful word in Tamil called Urukam. The closest translation is discipline, but the word Urukam holds several other traits like honesty, patience, being a good human being basically. A rich man might enjoy a long life and a lot of fame, but can we be sure that the person who opens the door for him really respects him or is he just doing his duties? If you are listening to me while doing your own thing, that's great. But if you are working in your own company, being trained to take over your business, always remember how much your parents strive to build something for you. Remember them in every step of your life. Chisel yourself to be sincere to the vision and grow the business like a boss. That's what Vidra says. Keeping in mind that this happened centuries ago when a son is called a prince though. He says, just a king's DNA is not enough for a prince to ascend the throne. This seemingly invisible man has been part of all the landmark stories that happens in Mahabharata, but never rose to the fame of the good guys nor the bad guys. He was a symbol of diplomacy based on what I read. His thoughts also seem so simple to such an extent that we feel we already know all this. But sometimes it's just nice to read simple things, hear simple things, meet simple people and even talk about simple things, right? 